0: This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil.
1: All right. Thank you, Stu, very, very much. And welcome back to our second hour. And uh, glad to have you here. If you'd like to call, we have two open lines. Now, we use three. We have two. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. And uh, love to hear from you. I'll do my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week. Then we go to Janie in Southeast Smith County uh, near uh, Tyler. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Jax, J-A-X. This adorable 10-month-old mixed-breed pup is too cute for words. His little floppy ears, brown eyes, and black patches make him irresistibly handsome. Despite his good looks, Jax is a little shy around new people, but he warms up pretty quickly. He loves being petted and is a total lapdog once he gets comfortable with you. He's smart, too. He already knows how to sit on command, and he's crate-trained. Jax loves the ladies would do best in a home with at least one gal pal the spca of texas thinks he would do best without children under age 15 because he is a little shy. He's open to meeting any other dogs, so bring pups along for a meet-and-greet with him. Jax is even eligible for a trial adoption, which means you can take him home and see how things go before making it official. Jax is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese jones Animal Care Center. To meet Jax, please complete an inquiry form at spca.org dogadopt. spca.org dogadopt. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Jax has been neutered, microchipped, and he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He's waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. I don't get very many pups uh, as as my pets of the week, so this is a nice opportunity for you. The Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon until six. Animals are available for by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse the SPCA of Texas available animals at spca.org/find-a-pet. And remember, his name is J A X Jax. Jax spca.org slash find a pet visit spca.org slash dog adopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash cat adopt to inquire about a cat and uh, so that is uh, the information on jack's the dog and he's hoping to get adopted and have a nice long life with you so that would be fun I hope you'll do that. Sponsored today by Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, Texas premier roofing contractor serving the entire Metroplex with the finest in roofing since 1986. 35 years of uh, doing wonderful things to roofs in North Texas. The experience of tens of thousands of roofs installed, including the Sperry roof. All kinds of roofs. Composition, that's their mainstay. Clay and concrete tile, metal, slate, Newer residential re-roofing, they even do flat roofs, and that's a a real uh, salvation, because if you have a flat roof, it's hard to find people who can do those right, and Wortham Brothers roofing doesn't do anything unless they do it right, and they're the best. 972. Five six two fifty seven eighty eight. Have them come out and inspect your roof and see if there are problems, or if you know there are problems, see where the problems are. They'll do that at no charge. They're happy to help. Nine seven two five six two fifty seven eighty eight. And then they can set out to get that roof fixed or replaced. WBRoofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, the only company that I'm putting up on my roof. They're the people who changed out our roof, and we are mightily pleased. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Call them today. Call them tomorrow. Maybe might be better. 972 562 Fifty-seven, eighty-eight, serving the entire Metroplex and beyond. WBRoofing.com. It's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of
0: First United.
1: I think we're back live on the air. We'll save Tommy for just a little bit later. And we have a rejoinder that we will probably play at some point. So, just to give you a heads up, coming soon to an ear near you. Let's uh, go. Maintaining a garden isn't easy,
0: but it's nothing compared to what health care workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil.
1: You see, if we did recorded radio, you wouldn't get to hear all this. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome. Let's uh let's get our program underway this hour with Janie in Southeast Smith County. Janie, this is Neil. Good morning. Thank you for waiting. How can I help you?
2: Well, sir, I had a question. Um I have a garden on the north side of my house where I keep my houses and things, and I've lost a tree that I had for shade, and I wanted to replace it with a smaller crepe variety, like maybe ten to twelve, fifteen feet, whatever. I don't want it on the house, you know what I'm saying? So what sure. would be the best variety for that? How that far? I know How? is gonna stay you know, ten to twelve feet.
1: Yeah, how far out are you going to be from the house?
2: I don't know, maybe ten feet.
1: All right. I don't know. Okay. Um, what color?
2: Preferably pink. I like the dark pinkers.
1: All right. Um, I I pulled up our Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney website, CrepeMyrtleTrails dot org. I might encourage you to do that. Um, I I, based, I I'm. Pulling up my own information because I wrote most of that website for the organization. I'm an active member in it. Okay. It's a CRAPE, crepe myrtletrails.org. And we have the, the recommended varieties. I didn't want to leave any out, forget any. We have all of the varieties in a list, and then we have the best varieties uh, pulled out separately from that. And we have intermediates at five to 10 feet. and I think those might be too short for you, but they're listed. Um, and for example, a coma is listed in there as a as a white. Uh, I know you don't want white, but as a white and it it is not five to 10. it's 10 to 12 or 14. So if you let them grow long enough these these will get. Uh, to the top of that list a lot of these Um, in the 10 to 20 foot range in pink you have osage you have pink velour and seminole and tuskegee and those are uh, three of the four are from the united states national arboretum from the breeding work of dr don egoff the the three that have the indian tribal names pink Mm -hmm. velour is uh, is not Uh, but uh, all of those are excellent varieties they're all pinks and they're all in that size range and being 10 feet out, I don't think you'll have any problem with those uh, uh, coexisting with your house. 10 feet okay, is good. a good distance for those.
2: Okay, good. All right, then. I'll check that out.
1: All right. Good deal. I appreciate your call thanks. so much. And thanks for asking ahead of time, how tall do they grow and what are the best varieties? So many people back into it the other direction. So yes, good job. Be, all
3: right. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Good
1: job. You bet. Uh, usually the people say, well, how can I prune it? It's hitting the eaves now. So that that's... Uh, Bad way to, bad way to solve a problem is pruning it. You, you should never, you should never prune a crepe myrtle to maintain a height. You shouldn't have to do it that way. Uh, let me give you the phone number. We need to refill the phone lines now. I talked somebody out of his uh, Schumard red oak question because I don't think he must have heard the the uh uh, discussions we had early in the program and so that cost me a call and all of a sudden i didn't have any calls uh the phone number it's all open to you right now at 800-288-wbap 800-288-9227 i would ask maybe no shoomard red oak calls for the balance of the program because i think we covered that in great detail last hour and i'll just ask you to listen to the podcast on that one um and, uh, and live oaks probably as well. We just need to wait and see. But if you have a tree that is highly compromised and looks like it is not going to make it, you probably need to have it taken down sooner rather than later because it, it uh, could be subject to breakage during the winter with ice and wind. And uh, these things are extremely heavy. You, you just don't don't know how much weight there is in a tree limb. We had a big limb taken off a pecan tree years ago. It was uh, just uh, big enough and close enough to our roof that I knew it was never going to be a, it wasn't uh, casting any shade on our roof because it was too close. It was about 18 inches over the roof and uh, uh, I didn't want it To be that close, it had come down because of the weight of the branches and the leaves and everything else. So I had uh, our tree service people remove that branch, and it was 15, 18 inches. No, it wasn't 18. It was probably 15 or 16 inches in diameter. And they cut me a little slab of it off that had a hook on it that had some special meaning to me. So I had this slab about, oh, I think four or five inches thick, with the hook and it was heavy it's just amazingly heavy dense and if that's a pecan think what an oak would be so you don't want that coming down in your house on your car and certainly not hurting a person so that needs to be done if you have uh, oaks that are uh, have half or more of their canopy and they look like they want to try to grow, I'd leave them until spring and see what happens. But if they're dead branches, get those out sooner rather than later. Niels Prairie's Lone Star Gardening is my book. It's the latest book that I have done. And I think in my own personal opinion, if you judge your own work, it's the best work I've done in my career. Um, you, you'll need to be the judge of that. And the only way to do it, because it's not in stores. you can't go in and pick it off a shelf and look at it. Um, you have to, you have to buy it. But I also guarantee your satisfaction or I will refund every penny. I've done that since day one. I've just told people because you can't see it ahead of time. It's a pig and a poke uh, that, you're, that you're buying here because you can't see it unless a friend has a copy and you look at that. And so as a result, I guarantee satisfaction. We've sold 68,000 copies so far, and I have not been asked to refund on any one of them. So that tells me that people are basically satisfied with the book. I think it'd make a nice gift. People tell me that they sure buy a lot of them for Christmas gift giving. I think the most I've sold to any one person is like 12 or 14 or something like that. And I'm, I'm flattered by that. I'm honored by that. Uh, it's 344 pages, 840 of my best photos. It's a hardback uh, and I had it. Uh, I chose the paper. It's the highest quality paper I could find. I sign every copy as it sells. This book covers everything about outdoor gardening in Texas. It covers uh, it covers um, lawns and landscapes, flowers, fruit, and vegetables. Chapter two is a forty-eight page calendar uh, of when to do everything. Four pages per month of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're trying to grow. So that keeps you right on track of knowing that you're right on time with the things that you're doing. The first book is thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage. That is normal price. That's the regular price. But the second and third book shipped to the same mailing address are just thirty one dollars each. That's almost a six dollar savings, the biggest savings I've ever given on this book for Christmas gift giving. And uh That's good only through November 15. That's because the delivery companies, the Postal Service and the other delivery companies are saying that they're going to be slow at Christmas. I want to make sure you get this in time. And plus, last year at Christmas, I had 2,000 to sign in the last two weeks before Christmas. I'm trying to move that back. I I worked 18-hour days to get those done. I'm only one guy, and I'm doing the, the signing, and because this is self-published, I'm doing the boxing and taking to the post office, and I can't do that like that this year. So I'm asking you to finish your ordering up by November 15 if you want that lowest price of all. So that's it. The way you do order it, since it's not in stores and not on Amazon, you call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800 800-752- 752 or better yet, the, the better way is to order it online at neilsperry.com, dot com.
2: Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome.
1: All right. Our pastor, our church, and proud to offer that airtime for them. Um, I hope you'll join us. At sharingtheheart.org, that's the, uh, that's the website if you'd like to do live stream, or you're welcome to get all the information for live services in church. Where are my birds? This past spring and summer's ideal growing seasons have resulted in an abundant natural food supply, which is keeping the, the birds away from feeders. While your birds may not be eating at the feeders, many species like blue jays, chickadees, and titmice are caching seed for the winter months. Kind of like putting them in the bank. Birds will be looking for seeds in shells like peanuts, black oil, sunflowers, and striped sunflowers to store between the bark of trees in your yard. Your local experts at Wild Birds Unlimited recommend their choice blend in shell peanuts and their supreme of cranberry seed cylinders to keep your birds happy. Remember, not all birds eat seed, but all birds need water. Keep your bird baths and fountains clean and filled to more than double the songbirds you can see in your yard. These are tips from Wild Birds Unlimited. They have lots of tips. If you go into any of the Wild Birds Unlimited stores, they'll be eager to help you. Three of those stores in particular, I want to call out to you and ask that you go to those stores. In McKinney, 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. That's Birdie's store at 3001 South Harden, just uh, south of Tom Thumb on El Dorado. At, uh, in Dallas, uh, uh, Ron's store in East Dallas, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams. Again, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane at the northwest corner of Abrams. And David's store at 5715 West Lover's Lane, next to Nicholson Hardy and uh, that's about a block west of the Dallas-North Tollway at 5715 West Lover's Lane. Those three Wild Birds Unlimited joined together to sponsor my radio broadcasts. For store locations in Dallas and McKinney, look them up on the web at wbu.com slash dfw. They also advertise and sponsor eGardens, my electronic newsletter. I'm proud to be associated with them, and I'm a happy customer of Wild Birds Unlimited. Gardeners
0: are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare frontline, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe, and remind your family and friends to do the
1: same. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you very much, Shes Folks, if you call, please, please stay on the phone. We had a gentleman who called from Arlington, and he was gone within a minute or two, and I... I welcome the calls and i'll move as quickly as i can to your call and uh, so love to have you call let's go to dennis and mckinney dennis this is neil good morning
3: good morning thanks for taking my call neil yes sir got a question about my crate myrtle i lost it in the freeze it froze completely to the ground uh but the shoots came back up and Mm -hmm. have quite a number of them and i know in your e-garden letter it said in september i want to remove the unwanted shoots is it too late to do that i did not do that in september is it too late to go in there and and kind of
1: thin that out a little bit. No, not at all. I was out at the World Collection Park with uh, some others of our horticulture uh, committee, and uh, we were looking at, at the ones we cut back in the spring. We didn't get everything done that we wanted to, and uh, and some of them have 30 shoots, and we're going to be removing some of those in the next uh, two or three weeks. It's not, it's not that far behind, not at all. I would uh, assuming that you want to have three or five, an odd number, three or five trunks eventually, I would probably thin them down now to uh, seven to nine, somewhere in there, uh, and, and leave, the, leave the best seven to nine. The problem is that they're a little bit brittle and they can snap out over the winter if a big dog runs through or something. And, and so I leave a few extras just in case. You can always remove them next year. You can't put them back.
3: Okay. Is there any characteristics I, I should look for? I know you said some straight and. and yeah. I strong. try to find the ones that
1: are toward the center of the clump. Okay. Uh, when you have, when you have a clump that has 30 stems coming up, they come up like a tumbleweed. They're just, you yeah. know, uh, you know, what a tumbleweed looks like it's all rolled up and in the center, they, they tend to be straighter. So I look for straight, vigorous shoots in the center that are about the same size in height. So that they'll match pretty well, and and uh, I don't necessarily, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't necessarily want them mashed together, but I also don't want them uh, splaying way out like a wishbone.
3: Okay. do I need to do anything to support the ones that I uh, I'll keep until the spring.
1: I don't think so. That's why you leave the extras, um, and okay. if something happens to uh, to one of them, then. It's not the end of the world, but uh, no, they're, they're probably fairly uh, woody. Uh, a lot of it depends on how well it grew this year. They grew this year. We have some that are as big as our thumbs uh, on some of the bigger varieties at the, at the park. And uh, you'll notice on El Dorado Parkway, since you're calling from McKinney, some of them have been cut back. From, we frankly don't know exactly why. Uh, a couple of them have been hit by cars and a couple of them, I, I don't know what they're doing. They may be widening the, uh, the medians, I'm not sure, or the uh, turn lanes, but uh, they've been cut back, and they have come back with a proliferation of shoots, and uh, they they are <laughs> really vigorous. I give yeah, them credit for that. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't think you could cut. I don't. I, I don't believe you could kill a crepe myrtle by merely cutting it off. If you cut it a hundred times, I don't think it kill it. They're they're determined.
3: All right. Well, thank you Neil for that. I'm just uh, I was worried I was worried that maybe I I ran out of nope. time. So no, nope. I think I'll nope. do it. I think I'll nope. do it today, It still then. loves
1: you. <laughs> You're fine. Well, thank you. Thank you Dennis. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Let's uh, put it this way. You have open lines now, folks. The horizon is clear for you. It's safe to come out. No one there we go. Now it's some calls coming in. Um so there we go. Eight hundred two I was reading the question I have coming up. That's gonna be a, a fun question. Eight hundred two eight eight WBAP. That's eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. We'll go to it right now. It's Mary in Fort Worth. Mary, this is Neil. Good morning.
2: Good morning. How are you?
1: I'm well, thank you. Thanks for calling.
2: I just put it I just bought four Yopine hollies to put in my front yard because I've lost my pittosporum last winter, Um, they all have berries on them. Does that mean they're female? It it does. Well, since I didn't get a male, does that mean I'll never have berries again?
1: It does not. There are lots of males in the neighborhood. They're lurking around the corners. (laughs)
2: Sounds (laughs) creepy, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it does sound creepy, but that's
1: okay
2: as long as I get the berries.
1: Yeah, the the bees will carry that pollen, and and you really don't notice the male yopans because they don't they don't have any berries and they're just hanging out there. And the bees find them and and bring the pollen. Now there are plenty of yopans around. Are these uh, dwarfs? No, these wouldn't be dwarfs. They'd be regular. Hmm?
2: They're regular. Yeah, they're they're good, going good in the you. front yard, and I think they're going to be beautiful.
1: Good for you. Now you'll always have berries if you had berries when you bought them. There there are two ways you can be sure that you'll have uh, berries. One is to buy the plants in fruit. Um, There are three ways. Uh, One is to buy them in fruit because that assures that you have uh, female plants. Another is to buy a named variety from a reputable nursery, and uh, that way you know that it's been grown as a female plant. And the third is to be an astute botanist and, and see them while they're in bloom And see the little ovules down at the base of the flowers and know that that's a female flower. That is not my recommended way.
3: (laughs)
2: Okay, no, (laughs) no. I'm not a botanist.
1: Yeah, there you go.
2: Okay, well, thank you so much. I appreciate it.
1: You're very welcome. Thanks for the call. It was fun. Have a good day. Okay. All right, folks. Lines are open. 800 WBAP 800-288-9227. Uh, you call right now, you'll be right on the other side of the newscast. It's as simple as that. That's how many calls I have ahead of you. You'll be next.
3: <laughs>
1: 800, no waiting. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. The other thing that happens, uh, not only are there fewer people who have uh, crises in, in the fall, and therefore I've got to call Neil now. Uh, fewer people with that kind of mentality, but also the calls don't take as long. That call didn't take very long. It's just kind of a fun call. So that's the reason to call. Uh, gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, the people who keep us happy and healthy. How hard is that, do you think? I think that could be kind of difficult. There are beloved health care workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways that you and I can show our appreciation to the front line. We can get vaccinated. We can wear our masks. It's a great concept. I practice it. I hope you do, too. There are great ways to show your support, and those are just a couple of them. Share those messages on social media. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott & White Health. That's where we go for our health care. I recommend it highly, and especially to the Baylor Scott & White front line. Thank you for all that you do to keep us all safe. Thank you. Hear about it. Talk about it. Right here.
2: They're going to be ineffective on this immigration
3: issue, and they're going to use this to their benefit. What's
2: going to happen? Use Talk 820 WBAP.
1: WBAP.com. Neal E Gardens is my free electronic newsletter. Free as in it doesn't cost you anything. You do have to subscribe to it. Uh, that doesn't cost you anything, and I'm not going to say, yeah, well, there are some, let's see, what does it say on apps? Uh, subscribe, um, well, well, anyway, some subscription uh, pay is, uh, whatever, you get it. Uh, but that doesn't happen with eGardens, nothing. It's free. It always will be. Uh, but here is, uh, there's a, well, there's no but to it. It's free. I'm not going to give or sell your email address to anybody. You don't have to worry about it. It's free. It's without strings. So here is what you do. You go to neilsperry.com. That's where you sign up for it. You click on the E-Gardens tab. You scroll down a little bit, and it'll say, want to see a recent issue? And you think to yourself, I sure do. I want to see what that looks like. And so you click on that, and it'll show you the uh, issue from two and a half days ago, Thursday evening. And you'll you'll see what I tell you about. There are five stories. Uh, the uh, plant of the week this week is an unusual one because I found the most incredible website on Hoyas, wax plants. And so I just used that as my featured plant of the week. I was looking for something else and up popped this thing. Oh, my goodness, look at this. It's about growing Hoyas in Vermont or New Hampshire. I don't remember which. But uh, I said, you know what, maybe that's for the short New England Uh, dark days of wintertime, but it applies to houseplant hoyas as well. So there's that story and always a featured question of the week and always gardening this weekend where I outline the things that you need to get done in your Texas landscape and garden in the ensuing three or four days. That's what eGardens is about. We also have other stories, a couple of them each time, five uh, stories per issue. This week we had uh, Diane Sitton writing on what it is like to celebrate fall in East Texas where she lives. That's fun, and Stephen Chambley will have something this coming week. We never know what to expect with him. If you want to subscribe to eGardens, go to neilsperry.com. Same place you go to buy my newest book on this Christmas special. That's n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com, but in this case, you look for eGardens. Click on that tab, and I'll see you when you sign up. And we'll be proud to count you as a subscriber. It's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. Ninety-nine
3: years
2: serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP
3: and WBAP.com.
2: This flood has been found near San Antonio. I'm Dennis Martin at the Preservation Tree Services. WBAP twenty-four seven no, 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 newsday. No, no. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP-first traffic and weather on the lines. For WBAP's first traffic, stalled vehicle affecting the exit ramp that runs from northbound Dallas North Tollway to Walnut Hill Lane. Disabled vehicles affecting the ramp that runs from southbound 35E to eastbound I-30. And constructions closed east and westbound I-30's HOV lanes between Center Street and President George Bush Turnpike. For WBAP's First Traffic on the Ones, I'm Dennis Smart. And the WBAP forecast is Sunday will be sunny and calm with a high temperature of 73. Cool and calm overnight, low down to 50. Monday, clear, mild, high 76. Right now, fair skies and 54 degrees. San Antonio authorities have found the body of a 50-year-old woman who drowned when the vehicle she was driving was swept off a bridge at midweek. Both she and a five-year-old girl were caught by a flash flood on a low-water bridge while traveling in separate vehicles. The girl's body was found a few hours later. The woman's body was found after a three-day search still in her car that had been carried some distance downstream. According to Fort Worth Police, that city's Las Vegas Trail neighborhood has experienced a 22% drop in violent crime, apparently due to new high-tech cameras that have been installed there. Every time
3: a car passes one of these cameras, they take a
2: snapshot of it and they run it against law enforcement databases to let us know if it's stolen or if it's got warrants associated with it or if it's wanted in any kind of offense that we're investigating. That gives us the ability to essentially target people in those areas that are actively committing crime. Fort Worth Sergeant Dalton Webb says that's made a huge difference to a part of Fort Worth that's known for high crime rates. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout the day. Stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. All right. Thank you, Dennis,
1: very, very much. Uh, let me uh, visit with you right now about Ace Hardware and uh, tell you just a little bit about these great people. They are wonderful, independent. Hardware store owners, 30 of them across the North Texas area, joined together to sponsor my radio broadcast. And I'm proud to stand alongside them because I know that they are the people who care the most about making sure that you succeed with all of your projects. And uh, I'm just going to be very candid about it. Uh, when somebody says, oh, you mean the big box stores? No, I absolutely do not. Nothing could be farther from the truth. You go into those impersonal places, you will not get the level of service you get at Ace Hardware. When you go into Ace Hardware, they will greet you, they will ask how they can help you, and they will find somebody who is the specialist in that store in whatever it is you need, and they will work with you to make sure you get the product, the paint, the plumbing, the garden supplies, whatever it is that you need, the person who is best equipped to help you with that topic, and uh, that is special service at Ace Hardware. They will go out of their way to make sure that you are successful. Try that, and also it happens the minute you set foot in the store. And uh, you don't have to look around for help; they're there to help you. October is Fire Safety Month at Ace. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on First Alert smoke and carbon monoxide alarms. They're just forty nine. don't uh, yeah, no, just forty four ninety nine with your Ace Rewards card. Their regular price is sixty four ninety nine. I'm going to do that one again. Just forty four ninety nine instead of sixty four ninety nine. It's a $20 savings limit of two. First alert 10-year series of smoke and carbon monoxide alarms is the definitive edition of this revolutionary line of alarms. A leap in technology has eliminated the need ever to power or charge this unit with batteries. Powered by sealed 10-year lithium batteries to provide continuous protection for 10 years without battery replacement. The end-of-life signal alerts you when the alarm needs to be replaced. There's a 10-year limited warranty. That's available to you in October Fire Safety Month at Ace Hardware. Just $44.99 with your Ace Rewards card. Regular price, $64.99, limit of two. If you don't have an Ace Rewards card, they're easy to get. You just walk in and say, I want to set up an Ace Rewards card. They'll help you. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. They are helpful.
2: Whenever you're out and about, take us along. Just download the WBAP app. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820. WBAP. WBAP.com.
1: Let's talk about Mueller Steel Buildings right now. Why would you want to pay every month for temporary storage facilities when you can own your own genuine Mueller building? Mueller's backyard buildings are easy to assemble. They're affordable. They offer permanent storage solutions right in your own backyard have a variety of sizes available in more than 30 colors from which to choose. Their backyard building kits complement any home or landscape. And if your equipment requires even more storage space, Mueller's standard series buildings are ready to go to work for you. They're famous. They're fabulous. They're great. From workshops to big barns, these pre-engineered, bolt-together buildings come in a variety of size and color options. You can also visit them online at Mueller, Inc., M U E L L E R I N C dot com to get a free customized building estimate. And while you're there, click on their color selector tool. It makes choosing the perfect combination of colors an easy decision. To find out more about Mueller steel buildings and metal roofing, call 877 2 Mueller. That's 877 268 3553 or visit them at Mueller Inc. Mueller Steel Buildings for Permanent Storage. You don't just want your garden to grow, you want it to flourish.
0: Much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott & White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil.
1: Alright, Snooby, thank you very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. Lines are filled right now. Let's go to Buck in University Park. Buck, thanks for calling. Always good to hear from you. How can I help? Uh, thanks,
0: Neil. I've got a sago palm that is in a really small pot. And the good thing is I can, when it gets really cold, I can move it into the garage. But it's, it's obviously too small because it tips over every time there's a breeze. And I want to put it in a larger pot. But I'm trying to figure out when I get it in there, do I need to do anything to the roots?
1: Or just let them go. Um, you know what I would do is when you take it out of the pot, I would look at the roots. If they are, if they are wrapped around and around and around, I would probably take a very sharp knife and just make one slit, or maybe one on either side, and and go in a quarter of an inch or half inch and just break that circling pattern of the roots. Yeah. and and but almost before i take a breath i want to add to that that i don't think that's as important with a sago palm as it would be with a a tree um because i don't see that a sago palm is going to girdle itself with the roots so if you had a if you had a uh, we'll just say a yopon holly tree that you were going to put into a large patio pot and if it had roots that went around and around in a pot and you were going to leave it in that container for years it might cause itself a problem uh, or any other tree that you were going to put in a patio, a big patio pot, a 48 inch patio pot. Yeah. But with a sago palm, I don't know that their root system has that tendency so if you take it out and it doesn't look like it's doing that, I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with it. i just repot it in the next larger pot size or or maybe two larger sizes, a couple inches, four inches bigger, and good potting soil and, and go on about life. Sounds good,
0: yeah, because I, I want to keep it to where I can at least get it in the garage. I mean, I it loses understand. its leaves. It, yeah. You know, we had these brutal cold, and the thing is, it hadn't died. It just, it just loses its leaves and then comes back. So, I just, I need to get in a larger pot. So that's,
2: that's what I needed to find out. Thank you very much.
1: Well, that will do it. Always good to hear from you. Thank you, my All right. friend. All right, let's see. Let's go to James in River Oaks. James, this is Neil. Good morning.
3: Well, good morning to you, Neil. Yes, sir. My question is, I planted some. Uh, elephant ears on the east side of my house which is the front of the house in a raised planter box and they've done so well they hang over my sidewalk so i want to know if i can pull those bulbs up and store them somehow and put them in a different planter box for next year
1: um yeah you can i don't know that i I don't know that I have a vote on whether it'd be better to dig them and store them or leave them where they are and then just transplant them come very late winter, maybe March. They'll be one of the last things to come up, so maybe uh, maybe early March. Um, how long have oh, they been that's... where they are?
3: How, oh, they. I just planted them this uh, past spring.
1: All right. Uh, you may have heard the call in my first hour. Uh, where I advise the person not to not to dig them and store them with with uh, elephant ears as opposed to caladiums with elephant ears. I normally leave them in the ground, um, and and just cover them with uh, shredded tree leaves to mulch over them and and uh, uh, let them stay there. There are two reasons that yours are different. One is that you're trying to move them anyway, transplant them anyway, and secondly, they're in a raised planter bed, and that is more vulnerable to cold damage and so that uh, that puts them at greater risk um i would wait until all of the leaves have pretty well withered and fallen down that will happen probably before the first freeze if it doesn't then i would i would do that what i'm about to describe right after the first uh, killing freeze kills all the leaves back uh, i would wait another day or two until those leaves shrivel up and are completely dried so it's easier to work around them they'll be very mushy otherwise uh, I trim off the dead uh, tissues, the dead leaves. Then I dig the tubers up and lay them on newspaper in the garage for a week or so to to dry. You don't you don't wash them. Just uh, shake the soil off. Maybe use the palm of your hand to comb it off gently um, and and get them reasonably clean. But don't don't be obsessive about it. Uh, let them dry just another day or so and then i would dust them with sulfur dusting sulfur or a fungicide so that they don't have any decay organisms on them and then layer them in dry sawdust in in a oh, in a box or a nursery flat or something you're going to have to put them in a in a warm spot for the winter a place that's uh, uh oh approximately 60 degrees not in the garage unheated over the winter and oh. uh, and then then you can plant them back in the new location, uh, oh, after uh, April 1st. You, you don't want to do it too soon because they really don't like the cold soil.
3: Okay, very good. I, uh, thank you for your advice, and that's exactly what I'll do.
1: All right, appreciate the call. Thank you very much. All righty, and once again, we had somebody who called and, and didn't wait unfortunately, and he had a question about Empress Trees, and I would have loved to have discussed that with him, but if uh, Donald wants to call back, I'll, I'll deal with it. I don't don't normally answer questions unless people stay with me, because I don't know if I'm answering it in the way that they're wanting to hear the answer. So, that's that. I'm now out of calls. And people call, and then they're on the line, and other people call and get a busy signal, and so then when they drop, I, I don't have any calls. That's where I am right now. 800-288- 9227's been happening all morning today. It's been a very very challenging morning for a lot of reasons this morning. Mike and I have talked off air. It's been a, a tough one. 800-288-9227 800-288-WBAP. Neal Lone Star Gardening is the perfect gift that would be used and remembered for years. 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs. It's a hardback printed on high-quality paper. I sign every copy as it sells. It covers everything about outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. It has 11 chapters covering lawns and landscapes, flowers, fruit, and vegetables. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when you do everything. Satisfaction is guaranteed, or I'll give you a full refund. 68,000 copies sold so far, not one request for a refund. The book is only thirty-six ninety-five 95 plus tax and postage. That is a bargain in its own right. But uh, it gets even better, because until f- November 15, the first book is regular price. The best deal I've ever offered to you, the second and third books to the same address only $31 each so it makes a great christmas gift by shipping together you'll save additionally on the postage as well so that's uh, that's the christmas offer it's good only until november 15 though that'll give me a chance to get them all signed i had 2000 to do in 2 weeks last year right before christmas i mean people ordered uh, 5 days before christmas and i was it was 18 hour days i just can't do that again so i'm putting the special up Until the 15th. That's, if you want the lowest price, that's what you'll have to do. You order from my website or you order from my office. And, uh, from, yes, those are the two ways. The office phone number is 800 752 GROW. 800 752 4769. That's Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. You can call that number, 800 752 4769. But the better way, is to order it from neilsperry.com. I sign every copy as it sells. That's N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.
0: Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the
1: lifestyle of your dreams. Your shade trees represent the biggest investment in your landscape. A good shade tree can be worth tens of thousands of dollars in the resale value of your home. That's why you want the finest company to take care of the finest trees. And that would be Arborological Services. Arborological.com on the web. Now, this is the company that works on our trees, only company that I'll ever allow Touch Our Trees, with uh, three people who have been named as Arborists of the Year in the state of Texas. And I might add that there's only one such person each year, and to have three that have been named Arborists of the Year, oh my goodness, that's a great honor. They have an 11-time Texas state champion tree climbing uh, person, that's Miguel Pastinez, and they have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists on their team. college degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. That's what you want. Those kinds of credentials. So if you want uh, just routine tree management, call Arborological Services. If you have some kind of uh, catastrophic loss of a tree, call Arborological Services. If you need some kind of... uh, uh, any kind of consultation or damage assessment and appraisal, call Arborological Services. If you're doing new construction, you want somebody to hold your hand to make sure that the trees are not damaged, these are the people to call. Arborological Services. They sound like a national company based on the fact they have a toll-free number, but they are strictly local DFW. They just did this to make it easier for all the area codes. 866 552 67. That's 866 On the web again, it's arborological.com, Arborological Services. Gardening advice is only helpful when people
0: actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our health care workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your
1: friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, I'll do that. Thank you, sir. And let's go to a Brad in Watauga. Brad, this is
3: Neil. Good morning. Hi, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. I have a, a quick question on... Um, I have like thorny vines growing up in a large flower bed in the front of my house that have been there forever and I'm trying to uh to get rid of them and I was just wanting to get some advice from you. It's like a mulch bed with uh monkey grass and a few other shrubs in it.
1: Okay, and these vines have kind of
3: somewhat heart shaped leaves that are shiny. Yes, sir.
1: Okay, and that's... they're
3: thorny and I have I have actually found some uh poison ivy mixed in with the with
1: them Right. I so. That would be Smilax briers, S-M-I-L-A-X. And the way that I eliminate Smilax at my home, uh, have in the past over the uh, 45 years that we've owned our property. No, it's more than that. It's more than that. It's all, it's 50 years this year that we bought our property. I hadn't thought wow. about that. Um, wow. and, and 45 years that we've lived there. Um, and, and this one, you, you just look past this one because this doesn't, qualify any longer but clear cutting property that has smilax briars and poison ivy and honeysuckle and such will will eliminate these things 98 percent of them they won't come back when they're cut to the ground but we're Mm -hmm. past that now these are the other two percent that you're seeing but that's a, a good way to get started uh then those that come back Um, there's usually either one of two things down in the ground. There's either a very extensive root system of roots that are the size of pencils, uh, big roots that overlap kind of like phone cables in a a network Uh or something, or Uh there are tubers, big tubers, the size of your fist almost sometimes, And in either case, you use a sharpshooter spade to dig down in when the soil is moist and just Mm -hmm. dig up all of that root area. It takes maybe 15 seconds per uh, Smilex plant to do that, and then you don't have to revisit it. You can't cut them off and there's no spray that will work because they don't have enough leaves on them and and plus they're intermingled with your good plants so it's better just to dig down in there if you can't get them out without messing up the good plants just dig down and disturb them and and pop up whatever root system you can and leave them there and then you can come back later when they turn brown you can see where they are and you can use hand shears to clip them and, and pull them out that way without having to handle them. So Okay. Yeah, uh, and the poison sure what... poison ivy you have to be really careful with. Obviously, you don't want to touch that. But man. go ahead.
3: Yeah, I, I I got all into it uh, about three months ago, so oh. I learned my lesson with the yeah, and I, I thought I was being careful.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, lopping shears may be a better solution for you then. But the but the uh, the sharpshooter spade and digging the root system, you bypass any kind of a spray because sprays don't work. Very well on Smilex. There's not enough leaf area. The leaves are too shiny, and the roots are too big. You can't get enough of the weed killer into the plant to do a very good job. I see.
3: Do you have time for one more question,
1: Neil? Uh, I want to leave time understand. for Dan in Southlake, but yeah, I okay. think I do. His is a, a fairly easy question.
3: I had had to have a hackberry tree removed that was too close to the house. It was bumping the uh, the roof line, mm-hmm. and I had smaller. Um, hackberries coming up in the same flower bed that I'm talking about, and I, I, had, I cut them down. And I was just wondering if there's a, a fast way to get rid of the the small uh, sapling um, trunk. How, what size are the trunks of the small ones? I would say anywhere from an inch to three inches.
1: Yeah, drill into them. Uh, it may be a little hard on the one inch, but three inch wouldn't be any difficulty. Drill into them with a, uh, with a, uh, just a regular uh-huh. drill and, mm-hmm. uh, drill a hole so that you can get all the sawdust out and pour a broadleafed weed killer in at full strength right out of the bottle. Fill okay. that reservoir. The, the hole should be, uh, size of your pinky finger or uh, may have to be a little smaller if the, if the stump isn't big enough. Okay. Uh, but your goal is to make a reservoir and then pour or eyedropper or whatever you have to do with the broadleaf weed killer in there, and that okay. will that will keep it from uh, uh, sprouting out. It'll be soaked into the wood and it'll be gone. Oh, that's great. That'll work. Thank I appreciate you. your call, Dan in South Lake. I can help you on the bougainvillea. I, I'm not going to put you on the air because I, I have only a minute. But bougainvilleas uh, do not grow here. They are used as tropical annuals. And so you saw them at the botanical garden. They uh, plant them each year, or I don't know, in that particular case, they may have them in pots and put them in the conservatory or in a greenhouse over the winter, but uh, they are tropical. They will not stand freezing weather, but they're beautiful. And they do a nice job with them there. I appreciate your call. I'm sorry I didn't get you on the air. I misjudged on my clock. Folks, I've had a good time with you, and I thank you for listening. Mike Bass, nice job. You helped me survive this one. It's been it's been a harrowing day. I hope you have a great week, and we'll be back next uh, Sunday morning, eight until ten, right here at WBAP. Happy gardening.